I do have a lot of sa- how to make a sales call videos in here, mm-hmm. yeah. but one of them is um, missionaries try LSD for the first time. God, yes, that's so awesome. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Shenantics, brought to you by your two most favorite handsome gentlemen on the internet, M. Cole and my best friend, Skanky. How you doing today, Skanky? I'm doing good, M. Cole. What's I'm, been up? I'm, yesterday, um, this really cool guy streamed for like 15 hours and then somehow manages to get back in the saddle to record a podcast today. So it's... Uh, Who was that? Uh, his name I don't know. It's a very hard pronounced Twitch name. It's spelled S K X N K Y. Skunky. Skunk. Skunky. Skunky. You just gotta. Well, I think what, the way you pronounce the name is you start with the S K and then gargle a little bit and then you say the the what. Yeah. Yesterday. Yesterday was your uh, your big uh, two year stream anniversary. It was my two-year stream anniversary. Two um, years on It Twitch. felt like I streamed for three years, though. <laughs> yeah. What games? What <laughs> games did you end up playing yesterday? You had a whole slew that you wanted to get through. Yeah. So we started with um, we started with some PUBG random duos, mm-hmm. which is kind of like my new thing. Have we talked about that at all? I don't think we have. I don't think we have. Tell me about it. So I've started this new thing um, because PUBG is kind of kind of like meh for me. I, mm-hmm. I don't play it that much anymore. Um, yeah. So to spice things up with PUBG, I decided to queue in random duos. Okay, which is really really. We it actually happened by accident. One mm-hmm. day I was queued in duos for some reason by accident, and mm-hmm. I got a random guy. And we started to talking, and I found out that PUBG is actually a very innovative way of interviewing people. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we get into a game, and for some reason, all people who play PUBG, a good majority of them, I say 98% of them, mm. want to talk to me about their lives. Interesting. All right. So I end up asking them a lot of questions about like what they do for work and if they really actually like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, it, it goes on tangents, and we've met some very, very eclectic people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we've met a guy who was a bodybuilder. Who, oh, really? Okay, so he was a weight, li- a professional weightlifter, right? Okay, yeah. And he ended up quitting being a weightlifter uh, because he became a born-again Christian. No way, really? Yeah, yeah. We had a, I had a whole conversation with this guy. And he just kept talking, like he. It was constant. Um, we actually we awesome. almost won the game too. But he oh, really? was very <laughs> fascinating. We also met a Canadian guy who just really likes to travel, and he was extremely hyper. Like he had probably maybe 10, 12 cups of coffee, <laughs> and he was asking me like he actually asked me the first question. Oh really? So he was like, okay, so like if you could, this is literally what he sounds like too. Okay, so like if you could go like anywhere in the world, like where would you go like right now? And I was like, well, like, um, you know, I really liked when I went to Copenhagen. I would love to go back. He's like, oh, my God, that is actually crazy, okay, because (laughs) my family is from Copenhagen. And I was like, really? That's so weird. And we went on this whole thing, and we talked about all the places we want to go and all the things we want to, like. And I was like, oh, you know, I really really wanted to go to Egypt, like, Mm -hmm. a couple years ago. And he was like, 
dude, that's so weird because like I was literally looking up right now like flights to Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. That's, that's it was uh, it was yeah, it, it was a it was a love hate. It, it was weird though. It was just such a strange thing. Oh my um, gosh. And you know, I it's it was so it was interesting. We met some really mm-hmm. and, and the fun stuff too is like sometimes people kind of know you're streaming. Yeah, yeah. Because they 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 hear the nice microphone or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. this guy must be a streamer." So they look you up afterwards, and mm-hmm. they come into chat, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, like it's you!" And everyone's like mm-hmm. so happy. Yeah. And we've had like people, like really really cool people, like come from me doing with them in PUBG, and they've they've been awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday I saw uh, at least one person kind of stop by, come by the stream um, after you got duoed with him. Yeah, it was it was cool. That was pretty cool. That was yeah, really cool. Yeah, um, I I love that though. I, I'm a little worried because I don't want you to replace me with another new best friend. Um, but I'm I'm secure enough in our in our friendship and relationship here to not uh not worry about that too much. You should probably stop doing this. But yeah, um, <laughs> no, but you know what you know what I think is is funny is um it's uh the experience experience that you kind of described is one of the reasons that I really love first dates. Um, I hate them because they give me a ton of anxiety. Uh, but I love it because I love like finding out about other people and just being able to like ask questions about like their life and like things that are just going on. Um, and that, that sounds so you're basically going on first dates with a whole bunch of people in PUBG is what I've now kind of boiled this down. Actually, to. yeah, kind of, except like none of us are paying. Well, that, that's, we both paid a base fee. Yeah, so it's like speed dating, where like you pay the base fee to get in to sit at the tables, right? Isn't that how speed dating works? I don't know. I've never speed dated. I don't know. I've never sped dated. I don't. Yeah, me either. Sped dated. So. so, but basically, like you guys, what you it was like a first date that you kind of split the meal months ago whenever you first bought PUBG, <laughs> and you just became yes. eating the same meal with different people. Yes, that's that's yeah. exactly what happened. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, I kind of I kind of love that now. Maybe that's how I'll do all my dating from now on is I'll, all PUBG dating. So, oh, oh well, uh, I mean, we only came across one girl the entire time, which was very disappointing. Yeah, okay, that might make it a little difficult for me to use it as a dating platform. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're, we might have to rethink. We're gonna have to rework this. We're gonna, we're gonna, have, gonna to rework have to rework this. We're gonna have to rework it. Yeah, I might, I might have to figure out a figure out a different method or just yeah, you know, stick to what's already works, I guess, or doesn't work because who knows. Um, anyway, what other what other ga- what other games did you did you play on your stream anniversary? Oh, so we started with that, and then we went into VR, okay. which um didn't really work out. Um, yeah, okay, why not? So what happened was I wanted to play this VR game that Joe's been telling me to play for uh, what's felt like the entire time I've ever streamed, and it's called <laughs> Accounting. It's a it's a VR game called Accounting, and it's supposed to be really funny and not very long. It's like twenty minutes tops. Yeah, yeah. And I, I guess my calibration or something for my sensors is off, okay. and I couldn't reach the floor to grab something. <laughs> yeah. So it was extremely frustrating, very annoying. <laughs> So, <laughs> sorry, I'm thinking back to a snap that I saw from Kevlar when oh you're like shoving God. your hand. Like into the it was all snapped, <laughs> and thanks to Gabala. Oh, okay, sorry. That just, yeah. Um, but go on yeah, about it. I couldn't reach it. All right, I couldn't reach it. I tried my very best. Um, so I it was like, okay, let's just play Star Trek Bridge Crew, right? Mm-hmm, Solid, yeah. easy, done, right? 
Yeah. So I start playing it and I queue up and like nobody is playing this game. Mm, it took forever. Okay. It took like a little while to find a game. I was like a little nervous about it. So I queue with two other guys. They're like, mm-hmm. okay and everything. And we're waiting for a fourth guy and like no one shows up. So we're just like, okay, let's just do it then, like with the three of us. Um, And really, you know, Star Trek Bridge Crew is really about the people you get queued with. If you find some like funny guys who like don't take everything super seriously and Mm -hmm. are just like having a good time, then it's very entertaining. But Mm -hmm. when it's when it's like two other dudes who are just like, yeah, I want to do this mission. It's like, okay, like it's not it's not super fun. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, I and I couldn't I. I couldn't get my chat window to show up in VR, which was really frustrating. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even interact with chat while I was in VR. So no. I was like, "All right, let's let's cut this real quick because like it's it, it didn't work out the way I wanted it to." Mm-hmm. Um, still fun, but like not not the amount of fun I wanted. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, no, makes sense. Makes sense. Um, and then uh, Joe came on and joined me, and we we did Sea of Thieves together for a bunch of hours. Nice. Shout out to Joe for playing with me. Um, Sean, love you. We had an incredible Sea of Thieves run happen. Oh yeah. Um, so do you know what a Skull Island is on Sea of Thieves? Uh, I don't know exactly what it is, but I remember seeing things like uh, either when Joe's played or you played it. Okay, so uh, uh, Skull Island is like an almost like an instance, maybe you could call it, where an, a huge skull cloud will show up over an island, mm-hmm. and that means you can fight all these mobs to eventually get a key to unlock uh, this door that has a whole bunch of treasure in it. Um, okay. And it's very, very valuable. Um, so a lot of people fight for it. Mm-hmm. So me and Joe were like, oh, man, and we're a two-man boat, by the way. So mm-hmm. um, we're like, okay, we're going for it. We go. We get over there, and there's already a galleon over there, which is a four-person ship. Okay. So we're fighting these guys. Uh, they're getting angry at us, like they're because we're demolishing them, um, and they're like getting pissed. And we're like, we're doing real well. We're like, we're gonna sink them, right? Mm-hmm. And then another galleon comes in, mm. and they. Uh, put in the final shots and they sink the other galleon. No way. Really? So we're so like, like, oh shit, okay. Kill so then, steal from you. They call out to us, like, hey, we want to make a proposition. Joe, though, mind you, was feeling very piratey yesterday. <laughs> and by that I mean he did, he gave no fucks. So yes. he would team with someone, but immediately stab them in the back because oh, he did not God, give Joe. a shit. All right, we—it uh, was bad, but it's fine. You know, it's it's fun. It's all all in good fun, right? So we uh, we're like, okay, we'll hear a proposition. Joe goes over there, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the guys on the ship shoots at him. Okay. At least he thinks. Okay, this is a Han Solo who shot first situation. Yeah, where. The guy said he was shooting at the shark behind Joe. Joe thought that he shot him. Then they killed Joe because he got onto the ship. They told him not to get onto their ship. Mm-hmm. So Joe respawns, gets on our ship. The guy, one of the guys comes over and is like, hey, like, we want to get the treasure with you. Like, We'll split it. Mm-hmm. And we're like, Joe's like, uh, okay, you know? <laughs> 
And I'm like, I, I guess like we could do that. And he's like, okay, we're going to invite you. So we're like, invite us. Why are you, why do you want to invite us yeah. to your group? You, you, have four, you have four people. It's a galleon. It's a ship. Mm-hmm. So we're like thinking, Joe fires a cannonball at the guy. <laughs> and he's like, whoa, dude, like, come on. I was being nice or whatever. And Joe's like, dude, that guy shot me. They had he got a little argument. So we're like, okay, whatever. Like, let's, uh, let's, he sends us the invite. We don't accept it. Mm-hmm. And we start fighting the mobs. Okay. Okay. So we're, we're fighting the mobs with this guy. And Joe says, all right, Skanky, we're going to kill the captain of the mobs. We're going to take the key, get on our ship, and get the hell out of here. <laughs> so Joe wants to steal the key so that the other guys can't get it. Oh so that God. we can hopefully come back later, unlock the safe when they're not there, and take all the stuff. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm like, let's oh, do it. Yeah. We find the the final captain mob guy. Mm-hmm. We kill him. Mm-hmm. And while the guy's not looking, I take the key. We run to our sloop and dip out of there before they've even noticed what's going oh on. Oh, my God. I love this. There was another galleon also coming to the island. Mm-hmm. And they were going for the other. They were going for the galleon that was parked mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So we're off. We're sailing out of there. We're laughing. We're like, "Oh shit, this is gonna be good." People in chat are giving us advice on what to do because, like, we don't know how long the key is up for. Like, it could despawn. Yeah. And we're like, we don't know what's gonna happen. And uh, so Joe starts getting Xbox messages from these guys. No like, way. <laughs> hey man, this is why you don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> and he's oh. like so then we we're going around we're like hey like let's go do like a voyage or something in the meantime while we hold yeah. up to this key and he gets another message that's like well um guys you have one hour um you you will still let you join our crew so we can take the treasure or none of us are gonna get it all you're wasting our time because at this point it was an hour yeah that we had this key. Uh, so we're like, all right, let's go swoop back around and see if they're still at the island. Because you yeah. can only use the key on the island. Um, and they were still there. Oh circling God. the island. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So someone in chat had told us, like, yo, go hide the key on an island somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like some random island. Remember where it is and go and fight them. And we're like, yeah, let's go do that. So we hid the key somewhere on some random island. And we go and fight them. And we sink them. Oh my gosh. We end up finding out there's only two men on their crew for the galleon, which is mm-hmm. not very good. Yeah. Um, so we're like, this is perfect. So we sail back to the island, grab the key, go back to the Skull Island, but they had already respawned and sailed to the island when we got there. So now we're on board with this key and we're like, all right, we got to fight them. Yeah. So we're fighting them. They're not very good at sailing because there's only two of them on a galleon, which it takes a lot of people to sail. Yeah. And. We're putting a lot of good hits into them. They're putting some hits into us. We bo- both end up crashing into the island. <laughs> I get knocked off the boat and killed. Oh, no. And the ship, our ship sinks. Oh, no. Joe is still on there, though, with the key. I'm like, Joe, grab the key, go onto the island, and hide the key somewhere, right? <laughs> yes. So he go- he jumps onto the island. He hides the key, but... I think that he gets killed and the guy finds the key. Oh, no. So now I'm racing back to the island. 
Yeah. Uh, they they found the key. They opened up the stuff. They grabbed the high value items. They didn't leave the other stuff that was in there. Was a ton of other stuff they left behind. Mm-hmm. But we're like, fuck, we gotta go get that stuff. So we're chasing after them. Um, I end up jumping on board their ship when we, when they get to the outpost. Mm-hmm. They ended up selling one high value item, but I ended up stealing the other high value item oh when we sold God. it. And also took a gunpowder keg, I think, and blew up their ship, and they sunk. And then <laughs> yeah. we sailed back to the Skull ca- Skull Island and took the rest of the stuff and sold it. It was oh ridiculous. That, that it was literally awesome. four hours of yeah, just that. Jesus, that's amazing. I, I am impressed with the dedication of them just sitting at that island for an hour, being like, oh, yeah. they got to come back eventually. <laughs> and really, me and Joe were like, honestly, if the key despawns, like, we don't care. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, yeah. I, we could care less if we don't get the treasure. We just don't want them to get the treasure. Oh, my God, Which, unfortunately, they did get a little bit of it. But yeah. I say we get 90% of it. Oh, that is awesome. That is so great. Yeah, I it love was pretty that. good. It was pretty good. Sea of Thieves has those moments. Yeah. The, the problem is that we did all of that four mm-hmm. hours, and we mm-hmm. got no experience for any of it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, you don't... You don't um, you don't rank up in any way from doing things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, it's a little like it, every time me and Joe play Sea of Thieves, it starts like this. We get a voyage to go do something. And then five minutes later, Joe says, oh, my God, there's a sloop to our starboard. We go to the sloop. We attack it. Four hours later, we're attacking two galleons. We still haven't done the first voyage that we picked up in the first place and got to get experience. <laughs> so it, it's really a game that like rewards people who like to grind. Yeah, yeah, and not get into fights. So, but me and yeah. Joe like to fight. So, <laughs> Jesus, that's awesome! Oh my god, that sounds great. Yeah, and then we played Stardew Valley after that. So, okay, cool. Return. That's to your how roots. we ended it. Yeah, to my roots. To my roots. So, nice. That's awesome. Sounds like a great day overall. Uh it was. It was very good. It was fifteen hours too long, but um, <laughs> uh, it, yeah. it was good. It was. It was fun. A lot yeah, of people no, showed up too, and thank you. I yes. appreciate that. Yeah, no, that was that was it was it was a cool stream. I was there at the beginning, um, and then. Do you I like had, my the opening to my clip show? Oh my! I was about to say that. It was, I think that was that was my favorite thing of <laughs> all of it. I was so ecstatic when I saw that. Um, there will be a uh, link. Do you have it uploaded? Your clip show? Uh, it should have. It should be highlighted now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there will be a link to uh, Skanky's clip show in the show notes. Um, and for those of you guys that aren't going to go watch it, it starts off with um, a a clip actually from my a clip for me really um oh where... yeah i didn't give you credit by the way is that okay <laughs> that's fine <laughs> <laughs> um i yeah because also the clip show starts and i see this this beautiful handsome face of myself oh, sitting there. oh my god here we go <laughs> Here and, we go. And it was it was a clip of Skanky teabagging me in <laughs> Overwatch. <laughs> like and, oh my god, that was great. But yeah, so uh no, I love the way that the clip show started. That was a great clip show. I thought I laughed like good amount of times on that one. That was, oh, that was thank some you. funny I stuff. I appreciate it. So it was there you, you had some good content for the last year. I'm 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 proud. I'm oh proud. So, you're proud? Oh, yeah, that's all I yeah. ever wanted you to say. Uh, you're you're a damn fine entertainer, sir. You're a damn oh, fine entertainer. So. Stop it, you. Thank you. But yeah, no, it was it was good. It was really really good. So I do recommend you guys checking it out. Uh, like I said, link in the show notes for Skinky's two year stream anniversary clip show. So oh my God, yes, that was fun stuff. That was fun stuff. So um, speaking of video games, though, 
Uh-huh. I finished Detroit this weekend. I know, and we need to talk about it, because I watched the big reveal on your VOD. Oh, yeah. Because I needed to see, and <sighs> it did not disappoint. Oh, my God. Okay. So, spoilers for Detroit um, right now, and which is actually kind of interesting. So, we talked about Detroit the, pretty much the last two episodes. Um this will probably not be the last time we mention this game. Um, but one of the interesting things about Detroit is that there is a lot of variance in people's playthroughs. Um, like a lot of different things happens depending on the choices you make. Um, and even down to the endings, like the way different people's stories ended um, are different for everyone. Um, there is a big reveal part, and this is what Skanky's referencing, that I pretty sure that everyone gets to as long as that character is alive um and so what skanky's talking about is in detroit there's a storyline with kara and for those of you guys that have played the game that is kara is the one that is um trying to bring alice to safety up in canada um and it is the scene where kara is on Jericho, the boat, and she is walking, well, from the way I played it, she is walking back to Alice, the little girl that she's protecting, and she, on her way back, she sees Alice, but with the little android circle in her forehead, and she then realizes that Alice is actually an android child and not a human child. (laughs) blew my freaking mind um were you not expecting that at all i was not expecting that at all so here there's a few things there's a few things about my playthrough why i really wasn't i think i think at the very beginning of the game when kara's in the house i think they're that I had a brief thought of being like, oh, I wonder if like people have Android kids, right? Like if like your kid dies, um, like maybe you would get an Android kid to like kind of help. Um, but like I had that brief type of idea at the beginning, not really related to anything. Um, as it went on though, a lot of the things that kind of, cued you into it or clued you into the fact that Alice might be an android I didn't see like I didn't see some magazines that had her model on it Um, and a second key thing is that in my playthrough Luther dies pretty early Um, and so when I was talking to Tiny about it after I played she was saying that like Luther starts dropping a lot of hints about Alice and like asking you a lot about Alice but Luther died in my playthrough so i didn't have any of that at all um and if any other things that were kind of like hinting at that she might be an android completely flew over my head um and so i had absolutely no idea and so when she looks at the android alice like the model that still has the circle on her forehead like seriously completely blew my mind because i was not expecting that that's awesome it was that was that was a really freaking cool moment um and then like you know we've talked about many times on the podcast like one of the cool things about streaming is then i also get that save where i can now go back and watch my brain literally explode (laughs) like oh my god you were that that was amazing oh my god good reaction good reaction definitely wasn't expecting that um but uh but yeah it was i would say gate now that the game is finished like first of all that that reveal was amazing um 
the endings of the game that I got overall, I thought were worthy of the game. The only one for me that was really bad is Connor's ending. Um, but that's because I completely botched the quick time events. Um, oh. like by pressing certain things. And so it was just like huge letdown because like I completely failed it because I misinterpreted what it was telling me to do. Um, and it just, I don't know, just that kind of was a huge anticlimactic type thing. Um, it's like there wasn't even any stress involved because I literally just hit the button wrong and then the scene was over. Um, and that, I don't know, that, that really sucked. Um, and so in my playthrough, both Connor and Hank die. Um, which sucks. Connor and Hank died. Yeah, yeah, Aww. both of them. He the the fake the new fake Connor shoots Hank. Um, because what it was, I went into this the save Hank scene, and it gives you the all four buttons and it tells you to hit them. But I didn't realize it was telling me to keep hitting them, like repeatedly press. I thought it just like oh. wanted me to press it once to pick which way to go, and so I hit it. And I wasn't continually pressing it, so I instantly failed that. And then he shoots Hank, and then he shoots me, and then like you start trying to crawl away, and he shoots you again, and you it just ends there. Um, and so I didn't free any of the androids in the warehouse. Hank's dead, I'm dead, and it all just like I said, very anticlimactic, just because of the way it it, it kind of outplayed out right it'd be different if it was like i was like really trying hard and i like had the stress and i still failed like i feel like at least would have been like man that was that was crazy it was hard to beat that or yeah i mean something that where at least would have felt like i kind of earned the ending i did um even if they had both died so they both died for me um mine has a lot of death um marcus (laughs) i'm dead serious marcus by the time he gets to the end of the game is alone um, because I was unsuccessful in saving any of his cohorts, like wow. none of his companions. I failed at, I, there was a moment where you have to go save, I believe it's Josh. Um, and I'm fighting to save Josh and I just messed up a few of the quick time events. And so I end up as Marcus getting shot, Josh gets killed. And then at the end of that scene where you're trying to escape Jericho North gets shot. And I try to go back and save her, but because I was shot when I was trying to save Josh, it wouldn't let me go save her because I had to like, um, like my vitals were failing. And so then North dies and Simon died at like the beginning of that. Like everybody, (laughs) every friend of Marcus's is now dead. And so, so, like, so Marcus at the end is like just like with just random like new androids standing in where the people normally would be. And people are chatting like pointing out. They're like, oh, yeah, you see that random guy right there? Yeah, that would have been North. <laughs> it's like, oh, way to geez. rub it in. Yeah, so so he completely died. Um, his ending brought well we'll talk about it we'll get back to marcus's let's talk about kara's real quick um and then we'll come back to marcus um so i believe yours and mine uh ending for kara's are completely different um what my ending the beginning of my ending was us at the border crossing with border patrol agents going into canada yes um was I remember hearing something about you being on a boat? Yes, I got onto a boat. You got on a boat to go over. Um, I need to know: Did Kara and Alice survive for you? Um, Alice died. Oh um, my god! 
but Kara was questionable. Wait, you don't know if she's alive or dead? You don't know if she's alive or dead. Oh, wow. Interesting. She, she's hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end, there's a car that drives up towards her. Okay. So you don't know if she ends up surviving or not. Oh, okay. Very interesting. Yeah. So you have this epic seafaring adventure, which now seems to be a theme with you. Um, it's <laughs> <laughs> Sea of Thieves in this. It's my um, thing, you know. It's your thing. Um, so here's how my ending plays out. And there were lots and lots and lots of tears. Um, so, so you're standing in line for the border crossing with the border patrol agents. And I'm looking around and Karen notices that they're checking everyone that's approaching to see if they're an Android. Um, and I'm looking around more and you end up seeing Rose who earlier in the game, she was kind of like the one that's kind of like, getting you on the way to get to Canada. Um, and so we then meet up with Rose in the bathroom. And I have this moment with Kara that I say to her, um, if anything happens to me, I need you to take care of Alice. All right. Okay. You get you get back into line and you're standing in line and you're like the next person to go up to the Border Patrol agent. And it gives you a list of like four choice, four or five choices all of which are grayed out for me because of choices I've made up until this point, except for two. Make no sacrifices or sacrifice yourself. And so I was like, I don't want to make no sacrifices. They're going to scan me and Alice, and then they're going to you know, kill both of us because we're androids. And I was like, the entire point of this mission was we wanted to get Alice to safety. And I was like, so Kara has to sacrifice herself. So then she like gets down at like Alice's level and is like, I need you to go over to Rose right now. And Alice is like, no, I don't want to leave you. And she's like, no, you have to listen to me. You just have to go do this. And she's like, she's like, you said that you would never leave me. Like we were going to go through this oh. together. And, I, and I'm like, I'm like bawling my eyes out. And like Kara, the game is crying. And it's like it is like it is like devastating. And like Alice walks over to Rose, and like Rose looks down at her, like startled that like Alice is there, and looks up at like Kara, who is now walking and approaching the border patrol guards, and gives them their her passport. They scan her, the alarm goes off, and all the border patrol agents shoot her, and she dies right there in front of Alice. And I'm like 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 sobbing. And then Rose walks up with Alice, and Alice is crying because she just watched Kara die and the border patrol agent looks at Rose takes the passports and then sees crying Alice and just lets them go through and doesn't scan Alice or anyone and so Alice makes it through alive and Kara in my game ended up sacrificing herself and it absolutely destroyed me I was, oh shit yeah it was that was a very 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 rough one um a few things like and that didn't have to happen my if my public from my understanding if my public opinion was higher then the um border patrol agent might have just let me through just because public opinion was high and that he would feel sympathetic towards androids um another thing is is that earlier in the game for me i don't know if you had it too um 
if you, you come across the Jerry Collective, like the Jerry's, and you have an option to save them. And at that point, I'm like trying to avoid being detected by the police. And so I'm like, and they're about to be shot by the police. And I'm like, I can't save them. Like, I can't risk like me and Alice dying. Like, I really sucks. But like, and I hate to do this, but like, I just kind of have to let them like die at the hand of the, uh, the police that are kind of that caught them. Um, I find out later that if I would have saved them and was successful at saving them, at the end, one of your grayed out options is that the Jerry Collective, like the Jerry's, would sacrifice themselves and then Karen and Alice can get through together. Um, and so because I wasn't willing to take the risk to save another android's life earlier, I kind of paid a bigger tragic, tragic price later in the game for my ending um which is part of the reason that this game is so incredibly genius to me jeez um it's just it's and so like when i had that realization i'm just like oh my gosh like wow like talking about choices matter like choices really freaking matter yeah um and one thing i think is really interesting about that specific thing is a lot of games like that have choice mechanics i feel like they don't necessarily feel like they reward good behavior enough right like for example in a lot of games if i would have just saved the jerry's i'd be like oh yeah but like that good deed is reward enough but like this game is like no no like that was a big risk you were gonna have to take so we're gonna give you a giant reward at the end that we're gonna give you the outcome that most people want to get um and so it's just i don't know it's kind of interesting to see how that all all played through um and then the like ending ending of the game in my opinion uh for me was um so you have marcus and Marcus is doing like their for me he's doing the peaceful protest all of like the army military people come in and surround him and then he I picked the option to have him sing and so him and the androids are all singing and then like the news cameras are catching it and the president like calls it off and says, "Don't you know? Don't kill them." Mm. And I'm like sobbing again. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, this is so touching!" <laughs> like I oh love this game. God. Yeah, it's uh. So that was the game. That was there was a lot of crying for me <laughs> yesterday. Um, but yeah, it was it was a it was a big day for me. But um, no, I really, 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 really love Detroit, and so, I think overall is perfect. Did Connor die before that Marcus scene? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because Connor survived for me. Okay. And I had another scene after that where you have to play as Connor okay. and decide whether to whether or not to assassinate Marcus. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And you have to break through your sentience again oh, to really? try to not uh, kill Marcus. And it was very nerve-wracking. Yeah, that that would be insanely stressful. Holy yeah. cow! Yeah, uh, yeah, I could, I could totally see that. Damn, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. A very good game. I really like Detroit. Yeah, I, I really, really, really like that game. Um, it's they do a very good job with building up stress and intensity in scenes um through music and other stuff like i went back to like replay um 
the Connor ending to not have Connor die, um, just because I wanted to see like what kind of happened. Um, and I'd already played through the game. I'd already beaten it. There was no pressure here. I can restart at any checkpoint. But as soon as I got into it, all of a sudden the stress like cranked back up again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, like, it incredibly is a stressful nervous. game. Yeah, it's, so it's stressful. just they do such a good job with everything they put together that. They, they're able to evoke those like kind of emotions um even if you're playing it again so it's a yeah fantastic game i strongly recommend that people play that for but sure everyone should to be everyone honest. should no it's true and i think the second thing though is like even if you don't play video games i truly think people should watch this game be played because i feel like it there's so much about it that's so engaging that it's even just a great game to watch um i and like not all i there are a lot of games that are great to watch not all of them are but like this one plays out like a movie like it is just it's so gripping and so good um and uh, yeah i recommend everyone either play it or find someone else to play it and you can watch them play it so yes or twitch.tv slash skanky and you can watch his playthrough if you don't have any friends that are going to play this (laughs) i do have it highlighted yeah yeah see exactly yeah but no it's uh it was fantastic so every playthrough (sighs) is pretty different yeah, too, yeah, which really I, I appreciate it. You I know? agree. Yeah, yeah. So it's a yeah, and it's also when watching other people play it, like sparks in you to want to play it yourself. Um, because like I know Tiny watched you play it, and then she started playing it, and then she's like, "I know that you said you're gonna play this game, but like you need to play this game like now." Um, yeah. and then like I know I played it, and then. I know Rabbit sent me a text, uh, like, or sent me a Snapchat of her holding the Detroit game, and she's like, "I blame you for this." <laughs> it's <laughs> like, and, and then uh, like, I know Hellrider started playing it. Um, it's just, like, I, it's it's it bites you. It's like addicting to just watch someone else do. You're like, "Oh my gosh, I want to go through that same thing." <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, no, it's crazy. It's really really good. So yeah, yeah, play I it. I recommend it. Yes, absolutely do that. Absolutely do that. So, um. I got one more quick video game thing I want to talk about, um, and then we can move on to some other less video game topics. Uh, So this past week, um, well, this didn't happen this past week, but I had an experience with it. The most recent Overwatch update included a looking for group feature um, in Duo so that you can make groups and go in and play. And I hadn't used that before. Um, I know enough people that play Overwatch that it's never really been a thing. Um, but I actually used it this past week because I wanted to do 3v3 placements and you need to have a three-person group to even get into it. Um, and so me and Tiny hopped in and we needed a third person. So we're like, oh, let's just use the feature instead of bugging someone else. I think it was at like... Um, I think when was it? it was probably like 4th of July at like 8 o'clock in the morning. Like no one's awake right now. Um, so we hop on Why in Why were you up at 8 o'clock in the morning on 4th of July with Tiny? I don't, I don't, I don't, things happen, Skakey. I don't know. I didn't sleep very well. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I just, you know, just wondering. It's weird. <laughs> we really had to play Overwatch, all right? Yeah, I, I guess you had, to, you had like a set your alarm clock or something. Exactly. No, I, I think I just like naturally woke up at like 7 o'clock that day. It was weird. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, no, this week's been weird for my sleep schedule. Uh, but no, so we so we started up with looking for a third person and I'm I'm I got to say that I think it it worked out really well. We the people we played with, I don't think there was a single person that was like toxic 
shitty person. Um, we had people oh. that didn't want to stay in our group because we were losing. That's fine. Go ahead and find a new group. Um, but there were three different occasions that we found people and they wanted to play, you know, multiple games with us and they were in voice chat. Um, and it was overall, it was a good, fun experience. And it was kind of cool to just kind of like hop in. And this, we were playing with this one guy. Um, and like everyone's about the same skill level as us because we set it to be that way. And so, you know, we're not really all that good at Overwatch, but we have fun. And like this guy played probably like three or four lockout elimination matches with us. And like, by the time we got to like the like the second and third one, like we're developing our own little mini three person team comps that work for us, and we'll be like we're like let's run let's run the Roadhog comp, and ever like me, Tiny, him all automatically <laughs> lock into the people that we play with the Roadhog comp. Oh, it was just man. it was just really fun to do. Um, and like the last one, uh, last game or two that we played was with someone that actually didn't have a mic um, but he was also super cool because he was just listening to me and Tiny talk and then would respond in, via text chat so um, I do I, I want to point this out just because like I think a lot of times we focus a lot on the negative experiences of playing um, multiplayer online in video games and as you already pointed out with your PUBG um, random duos like you have some fun times and meeting uh, nice new people and learn cool things about them um, this was an experience that me and Tiny had in Overwatch it actually I would say was a, a great fun um, playing games with stranger experience which isn't always the case yeah so. no that's awesome yeah, it was really good. And so I hope it kind of keeps up. I think they're, they're doing endorsements now, which is a kind of like reward people for being good. And I think that's also helped because like I think people are kind of chasing after that achievement. And so like they want the sportsmanship one. So it's like, oh, I'm going to be a nice person because I want people to give me that at the end of the game. Um, and so I, I do think like between those two things, I think you are we are seeing a little bit of a kind of uptick in nicer people or good sportsmanship in Overwatch. Whether or not it's going to like be there longer term um, is yet to be seen because these features have only been around for like, what, two weeks now. Um, but it, it does look positive. So hopefully going forward, we get to see more and more like this, which would be nice. I hope so. so. Um, how do you feel about them giving people XP for awarding reputation? I like it. So the, the reason why I like it is because it, it gives people an incentive to do it. Um, otherwise there's no reason like other than because you want to use a feature of the game, there's no reason for people to really kind of reward others. Oh, and so, and I, so, and Oh, and also there's a thing you can't, you can't award it to people you're friends with. So if you're grouped up, anyone that you're friends with in your group, you can't give any of your endorsements to, um, but you can give it to other people you're grouped up with that's, that are not on your friends list. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there are ways around to like unfriend people and then group up with them via like a, you know, known person could possibly do it. But I think, I think like it, there isn't too much that it's not that much experience and it's not like you can really grind out that much through it right like i think you get 50 experience with every endorsement and you're limited to four endorsements a game um so like you can get 200 extra experience by doing endorsements that's enough to give you an incentive to do them um but not so much where it's like i don't know like people doing it for the wrong reasons yeah yeah sure so yeah i don't know i think so far i think so far it's worked out pretty well but we'll see how it is going forward we shall see now how do you how do you level it up exactly your endorsements yeah. um it's 
leveled up on how many you receive. So there's three type of endorsements that each person can receive. Shot caller, good sportsmanship, and good teammate. Uh, and it's, I believe, I looked up the... Uh, I looked up the numbers when I was playing the other day, and I believe it's like to get to level two, you have to get 100 endorsements. Um, and like, I think the highest is like it goes to like level five, and like that's somewhere probably like 500, 600 endorsements. And it uh-huh. also does have a um, like a deterioration. Like, if you don't play, you can be dropped down from like level two to level one. Um, oh. And so it does, it do, or decay or whatever it's called. So it does have that um, feature to it. So it's not like once you hit five, you're always going to be at five. It does kind of decay back down. And as, I'm not sure if it's if you don't play or if you don't receive endorsements, because that makes sense. If you become five and then you become a shitty teammate and no one endorses you anymore, you shouldn't stay at level five anymore. You should drop that yeah. down to four, three, two. Um, when, and and it also seems like it's high enough that you're not going to get to level two, three, four, five all that quickly, right? Like you got to put in a, at least a good amount of hours to get to each one. Um, and one thing that's kind of cool about it is that when you create a when you go into and create like a looking for group type thing, you can set it to a certain endorsement level. You can say, I only want people that are level two or higher. Um, the idea being is that like, you know, most terrible toxic people won't get to level two. Um, and so you can kind of do that. And like, there is an idea that like that I want the best quality people. So let me kind of set it. So I only want people that have endorsements at like the right level, um, yeah, which yeah, yeah. could be interesting. That is actually kind of interesting. So, yeah, it's, hmm. it's, it's I like to see that they're kind of mixing it up a bit, trying new things. So. Yeah, no, that that's always nice to see. Yeah, they said they have one more um, social feature like this when they announced those two. They said they have one more that's coming in the fall. My guess is it's like a guild clan system, um, but oh, yeah. it, it could be something else. So we'll see. We'll see what's going to come in the fall with their last social feature because they, they kind of like put these around like positivity and building teamwork and groups and like friendship and stuff like that. So um, my guess is guilds and clans are going to be in the very near future on this. Well, thanks, Jeff. Jeff Kaplan, I love you. He's like Thank my you. uncle. He's he's like my uncle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, I mean, is wait, uncle, is he like your uncle or is he your uncle that you would like to have? Both. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you already have an uncle that's like Jeff Kaplan. His name is Jeff Zeppelin, and Jeff <laughs> Jeff Zeppelin Zeppelin. <laughs> Jeff Zeppelin, <laughs> exactly. Led Zeppelin, Le- yeah, that, yeah. He goes by Jeff, so people don't know that he's. Oh, Led I see, I see. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Right, exactly, exactly. So, oh, Skanky, yeah. Um, I'm curious. Have you watched any cool YouTube videos lately? Oh, M. Cole, I have been on a YouTube riff. Yes, is that a thing? A riff? I, a YouTube riff? I made now. it a thing. It's been bonkers, okay? I've yeah. I haven't really watched a lot of YouTube like mm-hmm. last couple of years. Yeah. Um I can't really tell you why. I just kind of like lost the the YouTube thing. I, I used to watch YouTube constantly before I started streaming mm-hmm. and I just stopped doing it. Um but recently I've been kind of on a YouTube kick and okay. I've actually been using YouTube's recommended uh feature 
as my main source of finding videos. Interesting. You're letting the algorithm take the, the, the it's driver's seat. a little bit of a test to see okay. what kind of videos YouTube thinks I actually like. Yeah. And what happened was it all started with this YouTuber named Ali Law. Okay. And he does these ridiculous YouTube videos where it's like those um, palm sweat videos where they climb really tall Oh, things, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Now, it makes me very nervous to watch these videos. Yeah. And everything they're doing is incredibly illegal. And, like, mm -hmm. I don't know how they're posting this to YouTube, but it's also extremely fascinating. <sighs> so I was like, okay, I'm, like, watching all these videos. I'm like, what the hell, like, is going on? What is this? So I start going through recommended. And mm -hmm. things get, like, very weird. Like the, yes. the, I get to weird topics like based on this. So we started with those videos, right? And then mm -hmm. I started watching. Okay, hold on. I'm still going through his videos right now. Let's see. Um. Oh, oh, oh. We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. So then I got to um. Oh no, these are all Reddit videos now that I Oh my god, they're all mixing together. Oh no, no. <laughs> no, it's okay. We're gonna we're, we're, we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Okay. So I got from him to this other guy called Indigo Traveler. Okay. And Indigo Traveler um uh tra like travels. He's just mm -hmm. like a travel vlogger. Yeah. And I came across his North <gasps> Korea videos. Okay. Where he travels to Pyongyang. Oh, and wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. And he documents everything. And mm -hmm. it's absolutely fascinating. Very, very cool videos. Would hashtag recommend. Okay. And then from there, I get to um Oh, I was watching some more of his videos because he also like goes to Egypt and India and all these other places that are kind of like interesting to watch. I don't know in mm -hmm. general. Mm -hmm. um, good YouTube channel. Um, okay, from there, I start getting into like some other strange territory mm -hmm. um, where, okay, I started getting into, now I started getting videos about um, investing in penny stocks. Really? And... There is a very, very large community on YouTube of people who invest in penny stocks. Really? Yeah. And they want to sell, sell you their guides, okay? There oh. are a ton of them. Yeah. A ton of them, right? So I started going through those. Then I started getting into travel again because I had the Indigo Traveler guy. Mm -hmm. And I found like how people hack the points system for flights. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. Got into all those videos. Oh. Okay. <laughs> then we started dipping into day trading again because we're talking <laughs> about penny stocks, right? So there was a yeah. whole bunch of people talking about day trading, right? Oh. And then there were a whole bunch of videos on that, which was, which was weird. Okay. And yeah. then I got into, then <laughs> it went to, I don't know how this happened, but the national yo-yo competition. Okay. That's a weird jump. That's a weird jump. Very strange jump. But this guy won the first place at the 2018 U.S. national yo-yo competition. Mm -hmm. And it was very fascinating. 
Um, so it it went to that, okay, for for some weird reason. Okay. Um, and then we oh yeah, we jump back to day trading penny stocks again. Then we went back to <laughs> Indigo Traveler guy. Um, and then we got to oh, then we got to people. Uh, okay, so there's people on YouTube that just record people stealing things and make <laughs> really? fun of them as they're stealing things in their stores. Oh my god, that's There's funny. this whole channel called Gas Station Encounters, mm-hmm. which is just <laughs> encounters that happen at gas stations. <laughs> so I got into that. And from that, I got into cops pulling over people who ride motorcycles <laughs> this is so weird skanky okay there's a, a whole bunch of videos about cops cool cops bad cops pulling over people on motorcycles <laughs> yeah which is also very fascinating videos to watch oh my god um, then i started okay then it gets weird then i started watching oh, then it gets weird that's that weird even weirder weirder of a jump <laughs> then we get into people who record um, themselves winning things in the claw machines. <laughs> yes. Now, this community is very large. There are a lot of YouTube channels that, like, do, um, like, oh, I played Keymaster and won this prize, or yeah. I played, like, all these things and won this prize. Very interesting. Okay? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Um, then, um, okay, then it went to cops harassing people flying drones <laughs> videos yes which were um you know interesting to to say the least mm-hmm. um are we almost are, oh okay th- then we got into oh these are all more cop videos of people oh then we got into scamming so people okay. getting scammed um and how to avoid it oh my god i love this Oh, and how to avoid it? It wasn't like that. We're getting like well, protect how yourself. Th- how from did it? this person get scammed? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, then it went to so magic deck, you know, magic cards. Yeah, yeah. And, magic the Gathering. Uh, guy, like there's dudes who like open booster packs to find mm. really rare cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, watch that for a while. That was really interesting. Oh my and god. And then um oh it jumped to um so the movie Saw, you know the movie yeah. Saw. Yeah. Um I found all the behind the clip scenes of like the making of the traps in Saw. Oh really? Um which was actually really interesting. That is really cool. <laughs> uh and then from that we somehow jumped to um this guy who just goes around the world and gets shaved and haircut. Like sh- a shave and a haircut. Oh my god. I <laughs> He just goes to like my... I like goes in different <laughs> I'm like jealous of that. I don't know. There's something about that is just so simple, and I just absolutely love it. I'm so jealous that this guy did it. Like I wish, like I wish I was the haircut shave guy. Right. <laughs> like, right. Damn, that's a great idea. And then from that, which is kind of related, I guess, I got into massage videos and how to properly oh, okay. release a knot in someone's back. Interesting. Um. And then from that, it went to a thing called, um, so thrifting and how Mm. to make profits thrifting. Oh my gosh. And like how people like pick at like thrift shops and like, 
stuff and sell on Amazon and eBay and how they run their businesses. I want to watch like all like as you're saying, I'm like, oh, I could, I would totally spend hours watching that. I would totally right? spend hours. There's so much like you've said that I would like like the thrifting one. Like I would watch, I would watch that for hours probably. Yeah, it was interesting. That like they so go to cool. they go to the shop. Uh-huh. And they like, hmm, like I'm gonna check this and see like if I can make money on this. And they calculate the shipping and they calculate like, you know, That's what so they could cool. p- potentially sell it for. It was actually yeah. kind of interesting to see like how they all do it. Um, that is really cool. And then uh, the last um, the last recommendations that I got mm-hmm. were um, how people are trained to make live sales calls. Okay. Which um, has been very strange. Yeah, that seems that seems interesting and very weird. How do like how do you do a live sales call? <laughs> I like so all this. If I remember correctly, all this started because of the sweaty palm super high heights ones, right? Yes, yes. That got you onto this trail that we somehow. So we went from like super high heights to making sales <laughs> calls. Make a sales call. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh very my God, weird. That's crazy. That is weird. That is weird. There's some of them where, like, you can kind of see the connection, like the thread. You can get a little bit of it there. Um, like, I mean, obviously, for example, the penny stocks and day trading, right? Like, there is, like, a connection there. Um, and then you also, there's a crime connection between, like, the shoplifting, police harassing people with drones. Um, there is, like, so I, you can see a few of those in there, but, like, how they all weave together into, like, the algorithms, like, we think this works for you. That's 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 crazy and kind of interesting. It's so. just weird. It, it's so it strange. Is weird. Some of them, it like is the weird. jump from yeah. some of them, is just strange. Like I'm looking right now. Mm-hmm. One of my recommended videos. Note that I do have a lot of sa- how to make a sales call videos in here, mm-hmm. yeah. but one of them is. Um, missionaries try lsd for the first time oh my god yes that's so awesome like what oh it's just so it's so weird and random and like that i don't is... know how it how this is happening but oh that is crazy that is really cool damn now i want to just go kind of dip around youtube for a bit yeah um, just like go to the recommended section and see what happens yeah i think i might i think i might do that like just you could waste hours oh yeah i mean yeah, I might have to. Um, I did, like, speaking of YouTube, I did uh, start watching the uh, Brave Dave videos that you recommended yes, a few yes. weeks back. Uh, for those of you guys that don't remember, um, it's the videos of he uh, is a freight train hopper. Um, he rides, you know, jumps on and rides freight trains around Canada in the four-part series that uh, Skanky recommended to me. Um, it's it's so good. It is so good. It's just it's well put together um like obviously like a lot of like the footage and sound isn't all that good because of the camera he has but like the way he edits it together is very good the guy himself is super endearing like i really just like i'm so fascinated by him um i'm terrified he's going to die all the time like yeah. I just, so like, what did you think when he was on the wrong train oh going my- to detroit yeah, and he had to jump off. Yep. Oh my god, I thought for sure he was like gonna break his ankle. Positive, because <laughs> also like I don't know the last time you've seen it, but like for like the, okay, for those of you guys that haven't watched this, and 
there is a link in the show notes. Um, do watch this. It is very, very, very good. But there is this part where, like, because a lot of it is, like, he's trying to figure out what train to get on. Or, and it's not, like all that obvious because it's not a commuter rail. So like he There's has a no like, station that you just oh, exactly take that train. Yeah, exactly. You can't just be like, all right, we're getting on that one. And so he like for parts of them, like he's getting on trains that are just going by or he's getting on trains where they're assembling trains together. And he has like a list of like, okay, it looks like um, this one might be that train. If it is that train that's going here. And so he gets on a train that he thinks is going generally West, which is where he's trying to go. And it actually ends up going to going. It's on its way to Detroit. Um, And there's a few problems with that. First of all, if he's on a train, it gets into Detroit illegally like he then has to somehow figure out how to get back into canada right like it's could you imagine well, he'd like, get caught he'd get caught on the oh board, yeah he would totally get caught oh yeah he would totally get train. caught exactly so like he's going to get caught at the border if if hypothetically he did not he then has to get way like back into canada but either way huge problems um if that happens but in the scene where he's the train is going to detroit like he needs to get off the train but the train is like going at like a full speed and so he's like trying to figure out like okay i can't just jump off or i'm gonna break my legs well the train has to slow down when it starts going around a curve and so he's like i think it might be slow enough so he's like dangling off the side of the train like with his feet touching the ground black oh yeah pitch black is middle of the night um and his like legs are like dangling and he's trying to see if he would be able to run fast enough that if you let go of this ladder on the side of the train car if you'd be able to keep running like next like not like just stop and break everything um but then as great stories in film are you have an added wrinkle where he looks ahead and realizes they're approaching a tunnel that he cannot be on the side of the train anymore and so he's like i either have to get off right now or like i'm going to die from the the tunnel (laughs) so oh my gosh and so finally he's like all right well here goes nothing and drops down and is running and you're like oh my god like he's not dead he didn't break anything he didn't get terribly injured nuts oh it was so crazy it was so 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 crazy um i'm i'm not done with it yet i have more of it to watch um but one thing that i found really cool and really interesting about it of things that have happened so far is how much of his internet life is facilitating this there are at least two to three times now that he's been able to use connections he's made online um, with, to get help. Like it even starts off with like he, when he starts off, he gets a lot of stuff like maps and stuff like that from someone that he knows from some of the train hopping forums that he's on. Um, there's a point where he, I think this was after he got off the train that was going to Detroit um, or maybe it was a little bit earlier, but like now he's in the middle of nowhere and he needs somewhere to stay. And it was like, I think he posted something and some random person like on YouTube is like, I literally live like maybe like not even a mile or two away from where you're at right now. And so like the guy sends like one of his random friends in a car to go pick up um, Brave Dave to bring him back to his house. So (laughs) Brave Dave can crash in his, the guy's like apartment till the next day. It was like, it's just, it blows my mind. Like it's so cool. Um, 
and it's yeah it's i so recommend watching it. it is it is really freaking awesome but uh it's so you're it's about cool. to have you watched part three yet or no no not yet not yet oh, part three is where it gets crazy oh yeah oh i can't wait i might I, I don't know if i have time tonight so i might have to put it off till tomorrow but oh it's good great. stuff happens it's great we, part three we might have to follow up on it uh on next week's episode oh so. we will we will it's it's good stuff it's good stuff um Skanky. Yes. I think it's food finish time. It is. Um, I I have a I, I randomly one popped into my mind just now, but I don't want to steal the thunder if you have one this week. Uh, you know what? I, I think I'll let you have it this week. You are always such a gentleman. Always you such know, a gentleman. I, I like to, I like for you to have it, definitely. Yeah. Th- thank you. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Anytime. Every uh, time. So this one, the how I got to this one, the question I'm about to ask you is really not that interesting, but I think it's interesting how I got to it. Because so like I'm going through my, a lot of times for the food finish, I go through my head of things that uh, that I have eaten recently, right? And um, I went on a date last night to this Mexican restaurant, and great date, and we had, as one of the sides that we split, was this awesome, like, cute cucumber watermelon with like some lime and some other seasoning it was really good super refreshing i want to go back and get it i want to go figure out the recipe so i can make it at home it was super tasty super delicious and not something i would normally order or put together like as like a dish like the cucumber and watermelon like they go together but i never would have thought that um but so it makes me think i don't know if i've ever asked you this but uh what's your favorite fruit Ooh, what's my favorite fruit? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm actually a big fruit guy. I like all oh, really? kinds. I like all kinds of fruit. Um, I really like uh, peaches. Okay, are some of my favorite. All right. I like peaches, plums. Um, shit, dude. I like all stuff. There's really <laughs> not a lot of fruits I don't like. Really interesting. Hey, but yeah. you, you don't have like a go-to where it's like like maybe like a comfort fruit or like on like a hot summer day, like that's the fruit that I want because it sounds refreshing? Well, I, I, I like peaches the most, I think. I think peaches yeah. are my favorite, yeah. All right, interesting. Now, as, as you know about me, I am not a big sweet person. Um, you are. I, yeah, not at all. And... Um, <laughs> You love sweets. What are you talking about? Yeah, I've. I, you know what I would prefer instead of sweets is like a giant bag of beef jerky. Um, that sounds so good. <laughs> I want some of that. Anyways, but but I do. I don't. So I very rarely eat fruit. Fruit is very is not usually appealing to me. Um, but I do have a favorite fruit that I do really really like, and then I have a second favorite fruit, and my favorite is definitely pears. I love mm, pears. Pears um, are great. They are so good. My second favorite would have to be blackberries pears and then blackberries but in my opinion like blackberries are one of the if not the number one superior berry like blueberries are good strawberries are good but blackberries man there is just something about them i raspberries i'm i raspberries i think are the one berry that i really just don't like really yeah i don't know why love raspberries and blackberry blackberries are fantastic too yeah yeah pears and blackberries that's my jam i love watermelon but i feel like it was kind of like it's also i just had watermelon so it's like of course i'm kind of thinking in my head that like i like watermelon but um but yeah i guess not much like i i can i'll tolerate like it's not that i hate fruit it's just that it never sounds like something i want to have like oranges great um peaches 
great. But like, I think if I was ever going to go like seek out fruit, pears and blackberries, like that's that's my jam. I'm down with that. I, I mean, I love all of them, so I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Give it all. Give it exactly. all to me. All right, that, that'll be great. In the apocalypse, I'll let you have all the fruit and you give me all the meat. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. There we go. Look I'll at that. I have it. That's fine. I like it. See, we would, you know, we we would we would do great on a boat. Wait, then I want some of the oranges. I don't want scurvy. No. Nope. Um, nope. Oh shit. You get all the meat. I get all the fruit. Fuck. My bowels will be very very. They'll be working good. At least I'll be strong, muscular man for Thor body. body Thor by body. Thor. Body by Thor. <laughs> yeah. It's a perfume. So <laughs> Thor. It's got a strong musk to it. <laughs> a very strong musk. <laughs> oh, all right, you guys. That's been another episode of Shantix. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday, school day, chores, or whatever in the world you do on Monday. We are there to hang out with you. If you want to hang out with us, you can find us on the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, or wherever you find podcasts, including our website at shenantix.rocks. If you have a question or comment out there, by the way, I someone you know I ran into someone over the fourth, um, and she was telling me that like she had a lot of things that she wanted to say to us, and she was thinking about emailing us, but then got nervous. And I said, "No, you email that stuff in. We love feedback." So, anyways, if that is you out there or anyone else, send us an email at shenanticspodcast uh, at gmail or a tweet at uh, twitter.com slash shenanticspod. We love feedback. We love comments, questions, and other great stuff. So if you send it to us and Skinky eventually sees it, we will read it on the podcast. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. Um, if you want to join the discussion, you can head over to our Discord server. The way to get invited is go to shenantics.rocks slash about um, and click on the invite link. They'll hot-headed pass you on over to Discord where you can hang out with all the other Shenantics fanatics talking about all the cool stuff every week. I feel like I forgot something, but either way, Skanky, where can they find you on the internet? They can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky, S-K-X-N-K-Y, and on Twitter at iskanky, I-S-K-A-N-K-Y. And I'm Cole, where can they find you? They find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash mcole underscore M-C-U-L in the underscore symbol and Twitter at twitter.com slash mcole underscore same exact username on both platforms because that's the way to do it. It was great talking this week, Skanky. Great talking with you too. I'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.